Previously on Gutter Trash. I'm burning up on the roof, and they're probably going to have to call the fire department. It's going to be on the news. <laughs> I was so scared. It's all Pulp Fiction with my mom. It's pretty bad. The the, the uh, watch in the ass scene yeah. bothered her, maybe? Uh, no. The gimp scene? Nope. Which well, scene? I mean, those were awkward for me. What was? Uh, she wasn't bothered by any of it. Really? Yeah. None of the movie? No. Was there any scene at all? No. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, Good. she loved it. Go Olga. The manliest thing I've ever done. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm sure I haven't done it yet. <laughs> no. I just noticed that there's a head in there. Where? Uh, it was in the pumpkin patch. Probably the worst two hours of my life. Uh, yeah, I would, uh, I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to shrivel up and die. And at this point, it had already been established that my dad hated Nintendo because the little dog and duck hunt would come up and laugh at him. Yeah. <laughs> he took it offense personally. Yeah, uh, he hated that dog. Wow. Welcome, Gutter Trash, episode... Don't say it, yeah. Twelve. Twelve. Yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> I don't know it yet. Is it DS? I think it's DS. That's ten, isn't it? Oh, you're right, ten is it yeah. DS. <coughs> it's been years since I've taken Spanish classes. Yeah, me too. Yeah, how you doing? Um... I'm doing alright. It's the uh, first official show of the new year. Oh, yes. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. 2009 will be much better. Hopefully. <clears throat> or much worse. We don't know. <laughs> you can go either way at this point. It's it's three days into it. We're, uh, what, what like five years away from the Mayan calendar ending? Or? Uh, three. Three years away? Three. Oh, is it 11? No, 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 twelve, twelve, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Wow. Yeah, well, I, can't, I can't count in Spanish or English. <laughs> uh, I guess technically four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, let's four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we'll split the difference. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that's <clears throat> enough time to do all kinds of cool stuff. Hopefully, four years. Yeah. Mushrooms. Mushrooms. Uh, paint a paint a gazebo. Uh, do you know how many good gazebos need painting? Oh, there's one in Beaver Creek by the by the grave site, grave graveyard. Yeah, that doesn't need painting. Yeah, I mean you can do all all sorts of like colors and you could do characters. You could you could paint everyone that's ever appeared in Plastic Man on the gazebo. Ooh, that'd be cool. I called Doobie Dickles. <laughs> oh, no, that was uh, Green Lantern's sidekick, wasn't it? Doobie Dickles. Who are you talking about? The guy with the hat and the green like yeah and polka dot shirt. Yeah. Who was that? I don't know. Jimmy Olsen. That's who it was. <laughs> That's who it was. Superman's pal, Dobie Dickles. <laughs> oh, now I really want to know who uh, Plasma Man's sidekick. If only you had the Woozy Winks. Woozy Winks. Yes. yes. Wow, good good show. Wow. 
I was going to say Willie Lumpkin, but that's the Fantastic Four's mailman. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Why do we know this useless crap? I don't know, but uh, I don't. I don't know ten in Spanish, but I know Fantastic <laughs> Four's mailman's name. And it took two years of Spanish. <laughs> but you've wrong? taken, but you've taken like eighteen years of comics on Oh, I've taken more than that, <laughs> especially for Fantastic Four. Uh, yeah. I well, if you want to make this even sadder. Uh, Willie Lumpkin was actually a comic strip character yeah. that Stanley had created <laughs> pre-Fantastic Four. Excelsior, well done. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're oh, fucking man. geeks. No, because if we were geeks, we would have spent uh, New Year's Eve like sitting in the basement watching MTV. You mean from like 1989 or something like that? Or 88, 89. 88 yeah. to 89? Yeah. 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 Man, that would be such a pathetic New Year. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> That's what we did. <laughs> but hey, there was other people there. There were other people there. And there was food and uh, alcohol and video, alcohol. video games. Precious little alcohol. Precious little. We had uh, one person brought their own bottle of wine and <laughs> she'd drink the whole thing. She yeah, never, she didn't offer it to yeah. anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, she left about half of it, so it's in my fridge right okay, now. Okay, well then, uh, tomorrow night we're, we're... We're drinking her wine. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're having another New Year's Eve. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, I shouldn't say that. She was nice. Yeah, she was really cool. British. <clears throat> she was British, yeah. yeah. She was over here for like a month, I think. Wow. I, uh, I'm, I have to be sort of sad to admit that, uh... I did not realize that she was British at first. Mm-hmm. I just thought she had a really weird voice. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, she's kind of got that goth look, so you're like, maybe she just has a you know goth voice or something. I mean, yeah, because it, it sounded a little bit guttural at first. So right. you know, maybe she was going for something. Or, right. But no, yeah, I was just like, why is your voice so weird? <laughs> and like about ten minutes later, I realized that oh, because she's not American. Yeah. <laughs> Her name is Zara. She she came over a few weeks ago with my friend Dusty. That's his his friend, and uh, she's over here visiting him. And they, we were playing pool. <clears throat> my favorite my favorite thing was uh, we were playing pool, and uh, she calls stripes instead of stripes and solids. She calls them uh, was it spots spots and rings? I think. Huh. And then and she actually missed a shot, and she said, "Ah, oh, bullocks." And I was like, "Whoa." <laughs> It's as if Garth Ennis is writing your dialogue. <laughs> uh, but only if uh, she fucked your dog after that. And then uh, tore off someone's face and then wore it. Yeah. That'd that be, would be Garth Ennis. That'd be kind of... Right. right. Yeah. Well, I guess she's lucky. That maybe maybe she just has Jamie Delano or somebody. Peter Milligan. Peter Milligan. Yeah. there. <laughs> Wow, it's all dorked out right now. Uh, well, let's get even dorkier. Okay. And let's talk about our comic pick. My comic pick, I guess. Mm. And uh, for some reason, I'm going to feel the need to apologize to you for picking this. <laughs> uh, is it because you think I hated it or because you hated it? I think it's because you hated it. Well, when I finished reading it, I said, wow, this is the first comic we've read that I hated. <laughs> and then, like, the more I thought about it, I was like, I don't hate it. I think it was just really disappointing. Like, like I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, I didn't love it myself. Yeah. Uh, I guess we should say 
what the hell we're talking about. I picked uh, Howard Shakin's Mighty Love, uh, graphic novel. It's about what, five years old or so. Uh, like, yeah, uh, two thousand three is when it came out. Still got the old DC bullet on it. Oh yes, that's one of the weird things about it is that it's uh it's not a Vertigo book, right? It seems like it should be. Seems like it should be. There's there's swearing and nudity, nudity and, and superheroes having sex. Yeah, but uh, no, it's it's a DC universe book, but it is uh, creator owned. So I guess Howard Chicken had some sort of sweet deal going on. Yeah, because now he's a Marvel boy, so who knows? Yeah, <laughs> drawn the Punisher and that crappy Captain America book that came out last week. Yeah. Did you yeah. look at that? No. I'm I'm not one of these guys to diss on Howard Chicken's artwork, but that Captain America book looked like shite. He's done some really bad stuff. His new Avengers was terrible. I didn't read that. It was a, a Civil War tie-in, and unfortunately I was reading all of those at the time. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Me reading all the Civil War tie-ins? I cannot, no. <clears throat> I was into it, briefly. Ah. <sighs> But, Dead air. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> That's a graphic novel we should review. Dead, Dead air? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Mike Allred. Old Mike Allred. Oh, okay. Or maybe not. Yeah. Maybe Everman. Ooh, yeah. I've I've only seen it once ever. And I, think, I didn't buy it when I had the chance. I think so. I have a copy. Him and, uh, him and, is that Bernie Murault? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think I might have that. The Jam. So or yeah. you just read the Madman Jam. Yeah. Well, I don't know what the hell we're talking about. Anyway, my do love Howard Shaken, not Mike Arred or Bernie Merrault. Or Merrault. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so the book is... Uh, I don't know if it takes place in the DC Universe at all. I would assume not. They men- See, they mentioned Bruce Wayne and Batman... Did you remember that? Did I? He says uh, he says something about she's like, "Oh, nice car," and he's like, "Well, uh, he's like, I'm no Batman or millionaire Bruce Wayne." So, if he knows who Bruce Wayne is, you know, or if he knows Batman as Bruce Wayne, yeah. then I'm guessing it's not in the DC universe. Yeah, I'm guessing it's more set in the real world. Yeah, Earth Two, if you will. Earth Two or Earth One or <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's about two people who basically become vigilantes uh, uh, and in their secret identities uh, one of them is a cop and the other is a lawyer mm-hmm. and they hate each other right? and they run into each other a couple times oh wow that should have been the tagline I'm sorry let me interrupt you it just hit me they hate each other with a passion <laughs> <laughs> sorry anyway <laughs> Uh, yeah, in their secret identities, they hate each other, and then, uh, they wind up meeting up in their costume identities, and, uh, wind up just falling in love, basically. And, uh, there's some sort of story also going on. (laughs) It's kind of convoluted, it's almost like a, it's almost like the backstory of some, like, Beagle Boys scheme from DuckTales. (laughs) Like, you know, they never really... I mean, it kind of makes sense, but it, right. it it's just kind of dumb. It's like a heist con... 
conspiracy thing going on, and yeah, it's it's pretty confusing actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that there's uh, there's a robbery at the beginning of the book, and a car chase, and someone dies, probably mm. an explosion or something. I <laughs> see. That's the thing about Howard Chaykin. I think I think he is. He was like, I want to draw lots of sex, and maybe like a car chase, maybe some explosions. Yeah. And he's like, and then they'll somehow work it all into a story. Right. And have Dave Stewart do some awesome colors on it. <laughs> Did Dave Stewart color it? Yeah. That was my favorite part, is the color. Color. I thought he did an excellent job. I like, also, I like all those, uh, all Dave that. Dave Stewart did not color it. Oh, yes, he did. Never mind. <laughs> Why isn't he listed first? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, there's some, like, weird graphic design stuff in the background. <clears throat> like the flower truck and, like, the. Some of the like restaurants have like these cool characters and logos, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of like hidden in the background. But they're really neat. I don't know if Howard Chaykin did that. I guess he did. Uh, I don't know because there's another guy listed, and that's why I thought Dave Stewart didn't color this because no. he's listed first. He did letters. Uh, no, Don Cameron special computer effects. Hmm. I don't know what that means. I, I know there's some neat looking stuff like. When the guy shoots out his back window with an Uzi, yeah. and uh, when like the armored car crashes through a window, it, it's kind of it looks like some sort of computer trick was going on there. Yeah, and it looks cool. Well, Howard Shakin's always been one to sort of push what he does with his art, uh, at least like in the American Flag days. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> But, I mean, he's been around the industry for, what, 20, 30 years? Yeah, he's an old feller. Yeah, and him <clears throat> and uh, many of his contemporaries, like John Byrne and Frank Miller, have all sort of uh, uh, taken a, a steep nosedive in quality. Yeah. And I would, I, I hate to say it, but I think Howard Shakin is among them. Yeah. Uh, definitely not as good as he used to be. Still better than John Byrne or Frank Miller currently. <laughs> Sadly, I agree. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I've never loved anything that Howard Chaykin did. I think I mentioned that last time when you announced this. I, I liked Bike Club, and he just wrote that. He didn't, he didn't draw it. But. Yeah. I do. I enjoy his writing a lot more than I enjoy when he... Writes and draws something. Right. Uh, I'm not. I've not been a big fan of anything that he's drawn for other people. What is uh, he drawn? I'm, I'm trying to think of. Well, besides like the Marvel stuff, I guess that's about it. That's mostly. It, yeah, that's all. Yeah, and all the Marvel stuff he's been working on, he's just been the artist on. Uh, but like his written stuff, like Fight Club or, or Bite Club, uh, I think he did uh, what, American Century. Oh yeah, that's right. The video yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was pretty good when I was reading it. I never read that. Um, and, uh, he did, uh, an Elseworlds miniseries, uh, Thrill Killer. Uh, it took place in, like, uh, Dan Burton painted it and, uh... Wow, I don't even remember that. Uh, it took place in, uh, the, I think the 60s and, uh, it was like, uh, Robin and Batgirl with, like, these, uh... Bonnie and Clyde type outlaws, and well, that's kind of cool. Bruce Wayne was like an FBI agent assigned to the case, and it was probably one of my favorite Elseworld series yeah. from DC. That sounds good, actually. Yeah, uh, we should have reviewed that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
one thing about him too is uh it almost seems like like he's writing for 13 year olds because and i don't mean that to sound like derogatory as far as intelligence level but just because things are just naughty enough that you know every 13 year old that reads it's going to get a boner but it's not porn like there's no like hardcore craziness unless right. unless it's black kiss or, <laughs> or whatever it was called um <laughs> but yeah it's like always just naughty like there's always sexual innuendos right like just enough so that you know it would like titillate a younger reader but it, it wouldn't I definitely agree with you on that yeah I don't yeah. know what he, I don't know what he's going for with that I don't know maybe that's just what he's does maybe that's what he likes who knows mm-hmm. I mean uh <clears throat> I couldn't agree more. Yes. <laughs> and I, my other problem with this is, like, I like superhero parodies, but I usually like it when they're either really funny, you know, like The Tick or Big Head or something, right. or or they're or they're like really dark and cynical like martial law right right and this was somewhere in between and it was on, it was more of a love story than a than a superhero parody i guess but see yeah i would not have considered it a parody uh yeah i mean it, i mean it kind of is because it's kind of goofy like they crash into each other on top of the right. van in a way yeah but it's, it just seems more like uh I've been guilty of this myself, and there's hundreds of other people out there who are also guilty of it, but it seems like, okay, I don't get to play with the big toys, so I'm going to make up my own versions of whatever, and, you know, here they are, you right. know, thinly veiled, you know, Batman. And Catwoman. And Catwoman. Yeah. And Alan, yeah. Uh, so I, I, I see it more as that than I do parody. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is some of that aspect in it, like yeah, like you said, them when they first meet, they crash into each other, you know, while they're jumping <laughs> on top of a van, and and the the criminal gets away. Right, right. Uh, one of us should say something good about this, so I will. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I know it's only a comic book, but. Uh, when the two main characters are in their superhero identities, I think they have a really good chemistry together when they're on the page together. Right. Uh, I think Shaken pulled that off incredibly well. Uh, he gave them a very good, uh, similar but individualistic personalities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, I thought they were just really well fleshed out as far as their superhero identities go. Right. Uh, then when they go into uh, their civilian identities, it just seems kind of forced and yeah, a little yeah. fake. Yeah, I could see what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, well, I, yeah, I mean, I guess they do have like a good uh, report, you know, rep- repertoire, repertoire, what, whatever rapport, rapport. Yeah. Um, when they're in their spandex and they're, you yeah. know, commenting on everything. It, I mean, it kept me interested. Like, even though I, I clearly like halfway through it, I was like, okay, I don't really like this, but it wasn't like a yawner where I was just waiting. I remember reading some superhero books in the '90s, you know, like just like when I didn't realize yet that. 
I was reading stuff that I didn't want to be reading. Right. And right. I, you would feel yourself halfway through the book forcing yourself to continue. I didn't feel that with this, but I was just like kind of disappointed. I was like, because when it first started, I was like, oh, this might be kind of, this might be cool. Yeah. But I've, uh, I fell asleep once reading a comic. And, I mean, I've fallen asleep reading comics before, but if it's, like, 2.30 in the morning, right. and I'm, like, you know, just trying to fall asleep, right. you know, so I'll just, like, start reading the comic, and, you know, then I'll, like, pass out with my face in the pages. Yeah. <laughs> but the only time I've ever fell asleep out of sheer boredom was uh, Top Ten. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. The Alan Moore? Yeah. Top the, Ten? The first issue of that, uh, when it came out, I... I tried reading that thing like five times, and I passed out each time. The original first issue? Yeah. Wow. So, uh, fuck Alan Moore, and fuck Top Ten, and I'm sorry, Gene Haw, I really love you, but I will never read that book. I actually liked that book, but I can't remember it very well. I read the first series. <clears throat> I haven't read the new stuff, but... I really like Gene Haw, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's pretty great, eh? Yeah. Uh, oh, there is one... I, did, can I say something else bad about the book? Go for it. <laughs> um, I noticed this, I mean, especially one time, I, I can actually remember the example, but I think this happened two or three times, where the word balloons were laid out in such a poor manner. Okay, yeah. That uh, you'd be reading, like, the third panel, which is on the left side of the page, and at the very bottom of that panel are word balloons that are pointing to the next panel on the right. Right. So you read those when you get done with that panel, and then you realize that you're supposed to read the ones at the top of the panel, before that, and I was like, "Why would <clears throat> why would you lay it out that way?" You know, I mean, he he knows what he's doing. Like you said, he's been doing this for twenty years, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I had the exact same problem, yeah, <laughs> uh, multiple times. Uh, and one of them that I remember in particular <clears throat> is when she's talking to her shrink, uh-huh. and it was just like, like I was just really confused. Yeah. I'd read that page three times. Yeah, there are uh, multiple examples of that. Uh, <laughs> which also sort of leads me to another complaint about the book. None of the supporting characters, or damn few of them, uh, ever get mentioned by name. Like when they're first introduced. Right, okay. Like uh, uh, the, the male character. Uh, I guess we should find out what the hell their names are. Uh... uh. Uh, Pearly white. Uh, the Iron Angel is the male, and Skylark is the female. Oh, okay, the main superheroes. Main yeah. superheroes. So when Iron Angel is in his civilian identity, he has a girlfriend. And we first meet them, they're having sex. Uh, and, like, just in that sort of 13-year-old titillating manner. <coughs> yeah, we've all been there. Right. Uh, but, you know, and she's, like, a major fucking character in the book, and I don't think she's given a name until, like, halfway through. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't notice that, but, yeah, that's not a good I- idea. Yeah. Howie. Yeah. Can I call you Howie? <laughs> Howie Che. <laughs> it is not only with her, but, like, uh, Skylark is a cop in her civilian identity and her partner. I don't think his name is ever given. I I, I think he's Detective White. Okay. I believe. But I, I think it's at the very end of the book they mention that. Wow. Like it's on this pay stub or something. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 
that guy put in with the computer fix. He just digitally put it in. So you'd be like, God, Howie, you got to put the name in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it was a really disappointing book, and I apologize. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I would n- never have read it otherwise, but, you know, it it looks neat. I love the cover. The cover's good. Yeah. yeah. Again, Dave Stewart, most likely. Yeah. Or Don Cameron. Or, yeah. You know, the art itself is actually good, too. Yeah. yeah. And the art is pretty good throughout most of it. Yeah, uh, there, there there are instances where like you know faces are a little off or yeah. mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's kind of his style though. Like yeah, sometimes yeah. he's like he reminds me a lot of Eddie Campbell. They've always reminded me of each other. Huh. Their art, but I can see that actually. Yeah. But his his sometimes his faces, yeah. You I mean he just he puts what information you didn't need to know that it's a face, but sometimes you don't. Sometimes he doesn't render it like it's you know a cover or something. But right. I think that works. I think he's. I think he's a pretty solid artist overall. Yeah. I don't know what the hell he's doing over at Marvel, though. But it is weird, isn't it? Yeah. His, uh, the stuff he's doing there just looks sloppy. Yeah. But like you know, like I said, this was only five years old, and it's leap years above what he's done over there. Mm-hmm. Who knows? His solo book for DC looked good too. Oh uh, yeah, it, the solo, the solo comic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe he just likes DC. Maybe he's like Alex Ross. Yeah, it could be. <clears throat> Maybe he purposely likes to make but Marvel better. characters look bad. <laughs> oh, I like Alex Ross so much better than Howard G. <laughs> but I, he's one of my guilty pleasures. I should not like Alex Ross based on what I like about comics and what I don't like about comics. Right. But I love Alex <laughs> Ross. Like, he's in my... He's probably my top, like, 50 favorite comic artists of all time. Wow. Which is is crazy, because I could probably name 200 that I love, you know? Right, right. I um, am not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have actually sort of lightened up on my opinion of him in the past couple years, or at least the past year. Uh, that interview you did on the, was it Word Balloon? Word Balloon, yeah. That, that made him seem a lot more personable than I thought he was. Yeah, I've listened to other interviews with him, and I've read interviews with him that uh, just sort of offended me as a human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> not even as a comics fan. No, yeah, just uh, just on a general human level, yeah. <laughs> yeah I've always thought, it, like, everyone seems to put this forth as if, you know, he's an egomaniac and an a- a-hole because he is. <laughs> but yeah, he he came across pretty humble. Like, he was even making fun of his art on, on that word balloon interview. Yeah, that word balloon interview was really good. Good job, John Sotras. John, you're the man. <laughs> he doesn't know us. No. <laughs> he will never know us. Uh, he has uh, a copy of our show, though. No. I doubt he ever listened to it, but... Because why would you? He used it as a coaster, though, so thanks, John. Uh, hopefully, yeah. That's all we wanted. Should be good for that. And, you know, he could, uh, he could take the disc out of the case and use it for, uh, you know, a different I'd, case. I'd, yeah. For, yeah. like, a mixed CD or something. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool. Thanks, John. Good looking out, buddy. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, not a lot to talk about this, is there? Yeah, it's... Mediocre, me- yeah. pretty much mediocre. Mediocre is good. Yeah, it's not 
by any means terrible, but it's also not very good. I've read I've read worse, and I've read better. Oh yeah, all in the last week. <laughs> yeah, same here. Thanks to Jeff Loeb, <laughs> the better, right? <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> yeah, I read the screenplay to Teen Wolf two. <laughs> did he? Uh, did he do Teen Wolf two? I I think he did. I think he did both of them. Well, guess what? What? I have the internet. You do? <laughs> you haven't had the internet in months. Uh, I know. It's been like two months. Today. Though. Today. Like, as soon as we started recording, I found I had the internet. So. It was like a gift from Podcast Jesus. <laughs> I love Podcast Jesus. <laughs> he has an iPhone. Yeah, he still cares. <laughs> the only one on the planet. Can, that can be described that way. Uh, Teen Wolf 2. There we go. As in also. Oh, T- clever. T-O-O. Let's see. Jeff Loeb wrote the story. Oh. Tim Kring wrote the <clears throat> screenplay. I know that means not a goddamn thing to you. Who's Tim Kring? He is the creator of Heroes. Oh, really? <laughs> There's a dirty little secret. <laughs> Teen Wolf 2, no less. I, I could not make it even half an hour into that movie. And and I like some bad movies. <clears throat> I, I watched Winter Beast the other night, which was amazing. That movie. I think you need to tell the world about that. Winter Beast. Okay, it's like a low-budget movie from the 80s, and it's a horror movie that has uh, like some like Ray Harryhausen-esque animation um, for these monsters. And the monsters, like, complete total running time, probably appear in the movie maybe three minutes. <laughs> and uh, it it is so awful. Like, some of the scenes are shot years apart, but they're the same scene. I mean, you'll, you'll see it a guy talking to a lady and then you know it'll cut to another camera angle and they're all like 12 years older with different hairstyles and then it'll click back to an, you know the previous camera angle and then you know, they're young again and they're having the same like you know no no dialogue is interrupted it, it's it's bizarre but it's it's really entertaining i mean it's really really good in a bad sort of way in a chuck norris or uh you know Rocky Horror kind of way. I just discovered <laughs> that uh, the guy who plays uh, Clark Kent on Smallville had signed up to do a remake of Teen Wolf last year. <laughs> really? <laughs> He's like, but only if Jeff Loeb will come back. <laughs> Jeff Loeb was a writer on uh, oh. Smallville for a while, too. Was he really? Yes. That's probably how... It- Jeff Loeb got him over his house one night and had a few beers. Like, check it out, man. Have you ever seen Teen Wolf? Let's watch it. I've got it on Laserdisc. And then after that, he was like, that was pretty good, Jeff. And he's like, have you ever seen Teen Wolf 2? He's like, I've only got it on VHS because I never made it to Laserdisc. Or DVD. Actually, it is on DVD. It is on DVD. Yeah. It's a it's a one it's a two pack. Yeah, as I say, it's a bonus bonus feature on Teen Wolf, the OG Teen Wolf. I do have sort of a morbid curiosity about seeing Teen Wolf too. It's it's like completely unwatchable. 
<laughs> me and Zippy, who love bad movies, tried. We made, made it like twenty minutes into it, and we were both like just groaning, like, "Oh my gosh!" It's like it's like looking at the worst vacation photos ever, and then you know the feeling that you get when you you look down and you see that there's still like 120 pages of vacation photos to look at, and we just could not finish that movie. It was so so bad. Wow. But hey, at least Jason Bateman uh, recovered from that eventually. That's true. <laughs> he went on to do Hogan's Family. Oh come on! Give the man some credit. No, I I like I like Jason Bateman and Arrested Development. He's good in that. I was more talking about uh, Smoking Aces, but whatever. I've never seen that. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's one of those sort of uh, turn your brain off at the door, sit back and relax action movies. And he's the hero? No, he's a, uh, a cross-dressing lawyer. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. I think this is going to be like the least amount of time we've ever talked about anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Howard Shaken. I'm sorry, man. <clears throat> I'll, I'll pick a book. Better book next time. Oh, you didn't. You'd never read it before, right? No, no, yeah. not at all. I bought it at uh, half price books for like six bucks. Hey, don't apologize. I picked David Heatley. Remember? That's true. Well, you loved it, and I hated it. <laughs> yeah. And here we just both sort of didn't really care for. Uh, it. Yeah, this. Yeah, that's too bad. I was hoping. I was hoping you would hate it. <clears throat> so you know, at least we'd have somebody that had a strong emotion about it. Right. But I kind of thought you would like it for some reason. And that's that's not like a you know I'm not it's a big aspersion. fuck you no <laughs> you know because you know you, no I mean you know how you like shitty comics oh yeah okay that's, that's Wait, all yeah. I meant yeah, all right. that's all I meant so what other comics did you read this week <laughs> oh I read actually today I read a uh, King Cat number 67 I think it was 67 yeah. John Porcelino uh, I ordered some some of his many comics for the store and they they showed up today and I read one of them when I got home and it was awesome and I read his he had, did a graphic novel called uh, Diary of a <laughs> Di- Diary of a Belch <laughs> it was diary of a mosquito abate man, like the guys that go out and kill mosquitoes that are right. uh, like way overpopulated in small areas. So yeah, I read a couple of his books, and I love that guy, man. This gets better and better every time I read more of his stuff. He's good. Alrighty. <clears throat> trying to think if there's anything else. Uh, I've actually been reading a real book, so I can't oh. talk about that. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I smacked the mic. I was so excited. Yeah, tell me about the real book. I, I was reading. Well, uh, last time I was in Canada, I was at a used bookstore and I bought uh, a Charlie Chaplin's autobiography. Yeah, and I started reading it when I was in school, like between classes. And since I'm a loser and haven't went the last couple quarters, I haven't picked up that book. And I saw it in the uh, in the basement the other day, milling around, you know, vacuuming and whatnot. And uh, I was like, oh yeah. So I picked that up and I've been reading that and it it's really good. He's he's such a good writer. Yeah. He he kind of I mean he he kind of name drops a lot like he tell, talks about hanging out with you know H.G. Wells and Winston Churchill but 
He does it in, in Gandhi. He met all these people, <laughs> but he does it in a very relatable way. I mean, like, like if you'd ever thought you could relate to Charlie Chaplin hanging out with Gandhi, right? You know, I I didn't think I could, but but he does it. Yeah, he does it so right. well. It's it's really well written. Speaking of H.G. Wells, I've been reading sort of on and off uh, uh, the Invisible Man. Okay, yeah. is that good? And they read. I really enjoy it. Uh, you know, I generally sort of. Like most uh, 30-year-olds, I generally seem to have the attitude that, you know, anything old sucks. You're right, right. But, uh, no, I, I've uh, really been enjoying it so far. I'm like four chapters in right now because uh, I don't read it, like, you know. On a daily. Every day, right, right, you know, right. Just sort of, you know, when I have, you know, at least an hour to kill, then, you know, I'll start reading. But, uh, yeah, I've been really enjoying it so far. And, uh yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm not a sci-fi nerd, really. I mean, I've read some sci-fi, but I love everything I've read by H.G. Wells. Yeah. Like his short stories are awesome. The the door, the what was it? The the door in the wall. It was a short story collection. One of the best short story collections I've ever read. And I, you know, and that's usually what I read because I have a short attention span. Right. Short stories and comics are about all I can handle, really. What? <laughs> what were we talking about? Um. <laughs> Something about. Fred Astaire and Winston Churchill. This feels right. I took off my headphones because they're a little uncomfortable, but it just doesn't seem like I'm doing a podcast without them on. <laughs> I, I feel the same way without my edible underwear. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> I was hungry. Uh, it's, it's I actually did skip lunch today. So. Uh, I, I soldiered through the new comic day, which was on Friday instead of Wednesday. Yeah, because of the you know, holidays. Mm. The holidays. Yes, I had to work, so I stopped in at the comic shop when I got off. And uh, didn't buy a goddamn thing. Because you guys suck, and comics suck, and <laughs> whatever. And uh, the one book that came out today I'm excited about is Incognito yeah. by the Criminal team. That looks really good. Even though you've never read Criminal. No, I haven't. That's so weird. <laughs> I feel like I have, too, because I bought the first trade and I've read other stuff by the writer and the artist, but I've never read, actually read that book. You're right. You should. It's really good. Wow. I'm an Ed Brubaker poser. Yes, you are. I don't know. Well, I have to ask you this. Have you ever read uh, Low Life? Oh, yeah. I've read Low Life. Then you are not a poser, my friend. Yeah. You are in the club. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, he, he he mentions how he used to steal from the comic shop he worked at from there, and I was like, wow, you are a lowlife. <laughs> <laughs> but I still like it. Yes. What else? Uh, uh, I think that was it. That came out this week that I'm excited about. The Goon? I see, I haven't kept up. Read the Goon, I've read like three issues ever. I like it, but yeah, they're like, what, 31 in now? Uh, something like that. It's going to be hard to... Catch up. I mean, thirty comics. That's like three years worth of reading. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, let's see. I've read recently. I didn't buy anything because uh, I didn't have any cash, and you guys <clears throat> charge like sixteen dollars if uh, you know <laughs> if uh, the credit is less than ten. Right. It goes. Uh, it goes into our four hundred one k. It's not like uh, okay. We're not just taking it. Okay. All right. Well, maybe next time then. But, uh, <laughs> uh, no, I bought, uh, the first End League trade paperback. Oh, okay. So I've talked about the End League before on the show, because, uh, one of my, my 
favorite um, artist man crushes uh, is uh, drawing the book uh, now, uh, but he wasn't for the first four issues. Who, who's doing it? Uh, Eric Canetti oh, okay. is the current artist. That's right. Uh, Matt Broom was the previous artist. I'm not a big fan of his at all. Who's writing it? Uh, Rick Remender. Oh, okay. Uh, Fear Agent guy? Fear Agent guy, yep. Uh, well, I bought the first Eric Canetti issue that he drew, because, uh, like I said, I, I love the guy, and I have a big old mad crush on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't think the comic was all that good. Uh, and for some reason, I picked up even the issue seven, or something, six, something. Whatever the second Eric Kennedy book was, I picked that up as well. And uh, I enjoyed it more than I did the previous issue, but, you know, it was still just not all there, I thought. Right. <clears throat> and the whole reason I even picked it up as individual issues, not only just to support Kennedy, but uh, Rick Remender had said that, you know, those issues were going to be great jumping on points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They weren't. He lied. He lied. <laughs> because I didn't understand a goddamn thing that was going on. Uh, so I bought the first trade uh, that came out a couple weeks ago. And uh, I, dig, I dig it now. Right. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be picking up the, the next trade, the, yeah. the one with Eric Kennedy issues. Might be a future pick, maybe? I believe so, yeah. yeah okay, because you know I'll never read that. I otherwise. know, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't you'll, you'll have to read the first trade, because uh, the, the second trade won't make any goddamn sense, because it's not a great jumping on point. <laughs> Uh. (laughs) speaking of jumping on points in comics i did read the green arrow uh black canary issue that uh came out a couple weeks ago oh yeah the mike norton uh drew and some other guy wrote andrew kreisberg kreisberg i think is the guy's name i really didn't like it yeah yeah i'll give it another shot um i don't think it was bad it just wasn't my thing at all like it wasn't Poorly written or poorly drawn, it just wasn't made for Jason. But I'm gonna give it another shot because I really like I, I like Mike Norton. Never been a super fan of his art, but I like him a whole lot. And yeah. I'm like, I really want to read something that this guy does because I want to support the man. I totally get where you're coming from there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's not an amazing artist by any means. He's solid. Yeah. I mean, he he's uh, very. Workmanlike. He se- seems like he meets the rigorous schedules that a lot of other people can't. Right. And uh, the the new issue you're talking about, I, I mean, I read that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think this his art and that was an improvement over previous issues, mm-hmm. just because uh, he is kind of trying his own thing now, rather than just aping whoever was previously on the book. Right. Uh, so you know, it's good to see him try his own style out. Uh, they, I, I was disappointed with the issue overall. Yeah. Just because when I flipped through it, uh, and like I got to the last page, and I thought, wow, that's awesome looking. I can't wait to read this. Yeah. And then when I read it and I understood what actually happened on the yeah. last page, yeah. I'm just like, oh. Yeah, it, didn't, it wasn't as big as you thought. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's a cool visual, like the camera going through the wall. And, right. Oh, that guy just has a headache. He's not part of the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, it was kind of neat, and I think... I think it seemed like the story was just kind of setting you up for the you know the new like atmosphere of the book. You right. know, like it's more a, you know, down in the streets and yeah. that sort of thing. 
So I'll give it another shot. But uh, Well, I do think that guy on the, the last page is going to be like a potential villain. See, I thought that for a second, and I was like, I don't know. I think it's just like, you know, an interest in camera angle, and he has a headache. No, I think he's he's going to be a villain. Really? Okay. Uh, I think uh, old school uh, Justice Society had a, uh, a villain that uh, played the violin, sort of like the Pied Piper, I guess, but with <coughs> violins. Right. And I think that's he's going to be like uh, a new version of that, because mm-hmm. the the hole in the wall is from uh, Black Canary Sonic Scream. So the guy was a musician, obviously, and mm-hmm. he was bleeding from the head. So right. you know, he he got his hearing fucked, and so he's pissed. Okay, which is what I'm thinking. He'll come back, huh? right? However, what I originally thought it was was like you know basically due to their actions they like killed someone. Like, you know, just glancing over it, and I thought, like, you know, it was going to be, like, this big shitstorm, like, you know. Oh, right. But, no, it's not. That'd be a little cooler, a little darker. Yeah, that's what I, like, that's what I immediately thought it was, and Mm -hmm. it's not. I'll I'll give it one more shot. I'll give yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, I really do want to buy something that he draws, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, I I mean, well, you know, I really liked uh, Judd Winnick's run on it. Uh, I thought he was doing a really good job, but it was a drastically different type of book than I think they're trying to make it now. Right. Uh, like, his book was more sort of, uh, like, Indiana Jones with, you know, tights and arrows, you know? Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah, I never read, I never read the older ones. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think, did I read anything else? Oh, I, I cheated. What'd you do? I read... The Invincible Astounding Wolfman crossover. Oh, did you? Yeah. What did you think? Uh, it was all right. Uh, the two-issue thing. Right? Two issues, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah, in, in the uh, pantheon of misleading covers, both of those covers are incredibly misleading. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there, there's absolutely no fight between Invincible or the Wolfman. Uh, uh-huh. Um... But yeah, I don't know, because uh, it's the first issue of Wolfman I've read since, you know, reading the trade, because uh, I'm waiting for the trade for the next one. Uh-huh. So it was sort of like, everything that's happened between the end of the first trade and this, it's sort of like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> but now I kind of do know what's going on, you know, like, somewhat. Uh, and the same <laughs> with Invincible, I only read those in the uh, those big-ass hardcovers. So I've got, like, 20 issues between where I've left off. Yeah, because they're up to, like, number 50, 60, maybe. I think it was, like, 57. Mm-hmm. And, like, the last one I read was something like maybe 34, 35. I'm so far behind on that book. <coughs> I noticed in my half box of uh, You Better Read This Soon <laughs> stuff is uh, Invincible Volume 3, because I've only read the first two trades. And yeah. I need to I need to catch up. I really like that book, yeah. but uh, I just never have finished it up <clears throat> well, the the new hardcover should be out soon i mm-hmm. believe so you guys better fucking order it we'd better there's a lot of things that we should order yeah because I'd, I'd really hate to go down to queen city comics and get it again <laughs> queen city queen city is it in cincy yeah fairfield uh you know where jungle gyms is yeah route four or something route seventy five thousand. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been It's there. on 275. I really uh, want to go Towards there. Route 4. I really want to go to Jungle Gyms. They have all kinds of like, crazy hot sauce and everything. Well, next time my mom goes, I'll make sure to, uh, to let you know so you can hit your ride with her. Okay. 
<laughs> How old is your mom? 60-something. On Wednesdays, they give like 5 or 10% off to uh, seniors. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, she works on Wednesdays, but... No. So do you. So, yeah. yeah. Well, never mind. Maybe you guys can schedule a date. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe next time there's a comic day on Friday. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Come on, Martin Luther King Day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When is that? That's uh, next like month. Two weeks. Is it this month? Yeah. January. Okay. We're in January now. I thought they changed it to February. No. No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you don't care about black people. How am I supposed to respond to that? <laughs> I can't turn that into a joke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> on that incredibly racist note, we'll uh, take a break. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to go leaf through Mein Kampf and jerk off while you find some good music. Uh, we're not really racist. No. Except for the... F- no, never mind. Except for the French. Fuck yeah. those people. And the Canadians. Oh, God, we're going to hell. Yeah, whatever. Alright, we'll be back. chickens ever touched <laughs> just uh save me the american flags right. i don't remember him as he was <laughs> before he sold his soul yes to the dc devil actually i do have uh did uh did you guys did you get the american flag trade uh we ordered one uh. 
but it it's never showed up. Huh. I don't know if that's is it Image? Who's putting that out? Image, yeah. I don't know if it's their fault or Diamond's fault, uh, but I swear it's not our fault. Because okay. I, I, I know we ordered one. should come out last week or two weeks ago, something like that. Maybe this week. I don't know. The, uh, you know, Diamond... Okay, can I rant about Diamond for a second? By all means. <coughs> Diamond is so fucked up. But for those that don't know, Diamond is the monopoly who uh, runs the the only distribu- the distributorship in uh, North America for comic books. Yeah. Um, now that, um, what, who, who did, uh, uh ad- advance went through uh, capital, 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 and now that capital's gone, which is, you know, like 20 years ago or whatever, but they, they have the shittiest system. They, every week we're short all kinds of comics and, you know, the ones we do get, half of them are damaged. Uh, like two weeks ago, they, they lost one of our boxes, even though they charged us for it, of course. Of course. And it was full of trade paperbacks. Luckily, there was no new issues. You know, like, there was no uh, Civil Crisis Ultimate right. hoopla that everyone would have shit themselves. shit themselves if they missed. But <laughs> it was all kinds of trade paperbacks. And, and we called, and we are like, hey, we're missing, like, all this shit. You know, where, where is it? And and they they had no idea. They were like, well, we sent all your boxes. And we're like, well, why are we missing, like, you know, 30 trade paperbacks? They sent them to some other store in Akron, and uh, and they and then like their solution was they're like, well, it's in Ohio. When they finally figured out where it was, they're like, it's in Ohio. Do you think? I mean, would you guys? I mean, I don't know. You know, can you? And Pull it like, up and get it. Yeah, that's what they're. <laughs> we're like, that's that's an eight hour round trip. <laughs> this isn't Rhode Island. This is Ohio. You know, and uh, and then that, and then when they finally sent those today, we finally got those books from two weeks ago, and uh. And then, and also in our shipment today was this box from 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 Diamond to like Carl's Comic House, and uh, and it like clearly says that on the side of the box, and it has like their account number and their their store name, and they sent us these people's comics, and oh, it's just, it's just such a it's such a poorly ran company. It, like I wonder, I wonder if it's just seasonal help. But then you know it's like that year round. I mean, right. I, mean, I tried. I tried to give them the leeway. I was like, why? Why are they fucking up so much this month? You know? Yeah, could be the Christmas season. Who knows? It could uh, be. I just wanted to. Rant. It could be just no one gives a shit over there. It's tr- well, yeah. The people that we call, that we talk to at the call center, seem like intelligent human beings. Uh-huh. And apparently, you know, whoever whoever packs the stuff in the warehouses are like, you know, you know, just like. Third Gross. grade, third grade yeah. dropouts. You know, they probably just don't give a shit, and you know, I mean, just some guy needed a job. It was like, ah, oh, here's you know, an easy warehouse job. Right, right. pack all <sighs> these boxes. <sighs> what the fuck are these things? I feel better. I mean, <laughs> I just need to vent and rant. I mean, it's really not that bad. I mean, they they do fuck up something every week, and, right. and the last couple weeks have been incredibly bad. And like. And our uh, our absolute watchmans that we hope to sell at Christmas time right. just came in this week because nice. like the last like four weeks they've been short they they charge us for them twice and they oh. keep forgetting to send them to us. That's good. Uh, there's <laughs> yeah man Steve Geppi man uh. yeah, get it get it get guy. it together. <laughs> I can't stand uh. Diamond Comics. Sorry. That's all right. Sorry. No, by all means. Uh, right away, my boy. 
<laughs> I don't. I don't get upset usually ever, and uh, so yeah. Whenever I do, I really need to get it out of my system. Well, if you can't do it here, where can you do it? That's true. Except at home, where I don't have to listen to your bullshit. Or on a bus. On a bus. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny, but it is. If you've ever been on a bus, that's funny. Okay, well, I've people never been just, on a bus. Because so. people ran about all kinds of random weirdness. Uh, the, only, the only thing I know about buses is that uh, uh, some guy was rapping next to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yes. As 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 seen in Vegedog Saturn number three. Yes. Available from Bioware Comics. It's my favorite comic ever. <laughs> it's my favorite comic ever, too. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, it's certainly better than my love. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Take that, HC. <laughs> Thought it was Howie. Howie C. <laughs> All right. So I fucked up picking a comic. So uh, it's my turn to fuck up the movie. Oh. <laughs> Wait, you can't be any worse than a. Uh... Uh, Mighty Love. Is it, is it the wait a minute, Is it the fan film adaptation of Mighty Love, <laughs> starring Sandra Bernhard and Emma Phillips? Because <laughs> I would totally watch that. Oh, that's awesome! God bless Sandra Bernhard. She actually, she accidentally gets coked up and calls him emo Woo-hoo! instead of a, uh, you know, whatever. Iron Angel. Iron a- Eagle or whatever. Angel. Iron Angel. <laughs> and she calls him a shithead. <laughs> you shithead. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm here. Dick is shriveled. Is your dick shriveled? Iron Eagle. <laughs> Iron Spandex, whatever his name is. Iron Iron Nut Cup. <laughs> I forget. Oh, good boy. <laughs> wow. Okay. <clears throat> Back to reality. Back to reality. Hurts. Yeah, so the movie I'm picking. Uh, much like the comic, I had a hard time picking the movie. Um, I had a couple of uh, criteria that I wanted to fill for it. I wanted it to be a movie I've never seen before. Okay. I wanted it to be made before the year 2000. <clears throat> Before the year 2000. Yes, because everything we've picked has been within the past five years or so. Has it really? I think so. Okay. I think, like, the oldest movie we've picked has been... Uh, Cleopatra? <laughs> we haven't picked that yet. That was my next... Oh, fuck. I can't believe I can't <laughs> let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> oh, what have we uh, talked about? Uh, nothing old, I don't think. I think yeah. you're right. Uh, let Oh, wait a minute. Uh, Devil's Backbone? How old is that? That was, like, 2002. Wow, really? Yeah. 2001 at the earliest. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, I guess you're paying way more attention than I am. I guess The Last Night. When was that? Oh, that's an older one. Like, uh, 90s or... Uh, 1947. 1947. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually there, curious as to see one. There wasn't even a Canada in 1947. <laughs> it's true. Look it up. I believe you. I hell, I don't believe in Canada now. Uh, 1998 was last night. Yeah, okay. So it's 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. All right, so anyway, so, yeah. Uh, except for that one, everything we've picked has been recent. Uh, so I wanted to pick something uh, 
that was older than the year 2000. Uh, I wanted it to be something I hadn't seen, and I wanted it to be a comedy. And You got uh, so specific. I know. And I fucked myself because I couldn't think of a goddamn thing. <laughs> You're like, is Short Circuit really a comedy? <laughs> I was getting pretty philosophical. <laughs> You're like, it's kind of... It's kind of like a dramedy. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, well, <clears throat> Amigos, it seems more like a, a romance. So. Or a damn fine restaurant. It's an all right restaurant. Uh, the the biggest breasted waitress I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, Carl? Yes, Carl. Yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> uh, so, no, yeah. So then uh, I don't even remember if it was for the show or if it was, uh, no, yeah, I think it was our Christmas episode. Okay. Uh, like, for some reason we got on to talking about Chris Elliott. Oh, yes, Chris <laughs> Elliott is the man. And, like, uh... Wait a minute, it's the abyss, isn't it? <laughs> no. Oh. But, uh, you mentioned Chris Elliott, and I almost, right then and there, nearly shat myself trying to get the, the, the the announcement out the, of the movie I was going to pick, even though it wasn't my turn to pick for like another two weeks. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty excited. And I got really excited, and uh, I had a, a little mishap with uh, the Netflix. <laughs> what? They can do no wrong. <laughs> uh, I had the movie on the top of my queue, and for some reason they picked like four movies like that, like, Ten down from the top, and just send them to me. Just random fucking movies on my list. <laughs> maybe it's a Christmas present. Yeah, maybe. But then they they told me that the they emailed me and told me the movie that was at the top of my queue wasn't available in this area. They had to ship it from across the country. But I did get it finally. And my pick is Cabin Boy. Oh yes. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say so far. All right. <clears throat> I know you've seen it, but I haven't. Yeah, you know I like this movie. Yeah, uh, I'm excited because uh, I I have always wanted to watch this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling all right. Chris Elliott is kind of a a unique a- yeah. actor slash comedian. Yeah, and it, it'll be a fun it'll be a fun watch. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I know David Letterman's in it as well. So. Yeah, there's a few special guests, but you know, sweet. Say I'm excited. Cigarettes. Cigarettes, yeah, they, they, they are actually all the uh, deckhands on the ship. It's really weird, and they speak Icelandic through the entire thing. Sweet. <laughs> all right. Uh, anything else? Um, oh, we're running long. I don't know. Fuck it. Who cares anymore? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna check that. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Maybe maybe I'll hate it. It's been a while. Wow. I'm a different person now. That's true. Yeah. Uh, that's true. I mean, literally and figuratively. Uh, okay. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think that's to do it for the show. You got anything else? Um, I don't know. I, let's see. What's, what's, uh, what's something to advise the, the people to... Uh, there's no people. Listening. There's no people. Yeah. Oh, well, advise me and you. Yeah. Or uh, Pat. Or, or Pat. Uh, Pat, turn off your stove if it's on. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. All right. <laughs> well, uh, if 
Pat's house burns down, we'll let everyone know next week. We are not responsible. We are not responsible. We warned him. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Gutter Trash can be downloaded at www.guttertrash.net, iTunes, Podcast Alley, and FeedBurner. You can also find us at myspace.com slash guttertrash underscore net, seanborn.net, and buyerbewarecomics.blogspot.com. Contact us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. We'll see you next time.